Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. We're always interested in bringing forward thinking technologies to the advisor community. Today, we have one of those. Practify is a performance optimization platform that transforms data into insights, action, and excellence at scale. Adrian Johnstone is the president and co-founder of Practify. We couldn't be more interested in this forward-thinking product that advisors have been taking advantage of in so many different ways to manage their business. Welcome, Adrian. Yeah, thanks, Douglas. So tell us a little bit about your background, why you co-founded Practify. What was the big idea? Yeah, look, uh, so my background, I was a consultant working uh, with the kind of advice insurance retirement space down in Australia for uh, for a long time. And it, it became very apparent back in kind of uh, 2011, 2012, that the industry really needed to change its value proposition from one that was all about market returns to one that was driven by client experience. Uh, we'd seen consumer technology move in that way. We saw client expectations changing. Uh, and then we also saw the regulators were tightening up. You know, we saw a lot of work around best interests and those kind of things. And, uh, you know, an assessment of, of the technologies available at the time, both in Australia and, and here in the U.S., uh, made it clear that the technologies that, that were there, while they were, were very useful for the purpose they served of modeling market returns, all those kind of things, they weren't really capable of supporting either the type of relationship or the client experiences that were going to be needed that we see today. Uh, certainly without uh, tools like Practify, situations like COVID would have been infinitely uh, more difficult. So the big idea was to, uh, to really invert the, uh, the model for the advice industry around clients and put the client at the top and not the financial product at the top. Speaking of the top, I'm interested to know what are the most efficient advisors doing in terms of workflow? Yeah, in a word, they're automating. Uh, not only the, the processes that drive the client interactions, but every other process in the firm, all the operational compliance governance processes. So they're really looking to, to optimize the way that their workforce is deployed uh, by automating whatever they can within their business. So can we get, go a little bit more granular and talk about whether the specific components of this and what issues arise, what issues may arise if advisors don't automate this stuff? Yeah, so when we think about the specific components of automation, uh, we need to look at, at the different types of processes. So uh, automating a, uh, a prospecting or, or new business process uh, is very much about providing instruction to individual people of actions they need to take at a set time. Uh, whereas by contrast, automating the movement of money on behalf of clients not only has to instruct people what to do, but needs to call out to other systems and pass data and, and move things around. So automation in the industry, if we go back a few years, 
uh, or if we look at a lot of the platforms that still exist today, uh, was very simplistic. It was, here's five steps. When you complete step one, you move to step two and so on down the line. Uh, but of course, business doesn't work like that and you can't deliver rich client experiences like that. So within an automated process, you have to be able to handle variation. What if the client changes their mind? What if compliance need to oversee something because an advisor is new? So we set about uh, addressing that by making sure that within what we call our actions framework, that you can branch processes and you can create loops within a process to go back and, and, uh, and come again if you need to. Now, so, so they're kind of some of the components, but if we look at you know, what issues might arise if we don't do it, well, we breed risk uh, within the business because inconsistency breeds risk. Good automation embeds excellence into what you do. Uh, we breed uh, inefficiency in implementing or introducing new team members to the firm, for example. Someone has to sit and train them Whereas if you've embedded all that knowledge into the process engine, they simply just execute the task as it lands uh, with them with clear instruction embedded in what they need to do. So uh, not going through this process breeds risk and cost through inefficiency. Going through it embeds excellence, kind of cements or establishes knowledge and ultimately goes on to build value and lower risk. With advisors being as busy as they are, they have to manage their client assets, they have to manage their employees, their business. How can they get a handle on all these different tasks and become more efficient to give them back the one thing that they can never get enough of, which is time? The, uh, the key there is not to be overwhelmed by the task. So uh, we see this kind of decision paralysis that occurs uh, in firms all the time where they, they want to automate, but they just, they're so overwhelmed to think, well, I don't have the time to sit down and map every process in my firm. Or what if the process that I map isn't the most efficient version? Have I just embedded a problem? And so they become kind of paralyzed. Uh, what we always encourage firms to do is start with the one process you do most often. How do you do it today? And let's get that in the system because once it's in the system, you know, if, if the system is powerful enough, you can model it and you can adjust it and change it very simply over time. And that allows you to incrementally gain the advantage. So uh, I think that the thing that they need to do is really stop and kind of run a, a basic Pareto principle. You know, what, what are the processes that we hit most often? Where does the the greatest risk of inefficiency exist in the firm today and then just pick them off one at a time uh, you know, step them through uh, and, and you know, you'll get there over time. But if you never start, you won't. Besides time, are there other benefits that Practifies seen in automating workflow for advisors? There are. In fact, we, we hear this back from advisors all the time. We, we hear that by going through and, uh, and automating their processes, their business now has more profitable client relationships. For example, they, the, the advisor has been freed to focus on the thing they do best, which is working with clients. They deliver a better experience, which attracts more referral. 
So it's a lower cost to acquire a new client. It's a higher value relationship. Uh, so ultimately what they're doing is growing the base valuation of their firm because in the end, it's all about unit economics. And if your cost to serve is lower and your return and your cost of acquisition uh, are in the right balance, then ultimately you've built a more valuable business. How does Practify make all of this achievable? Uh, we start by shipping with a comprehensive suite of, of pre-built workflows. So that really gives people a, a launching point and gets them over the decision paralysis that we were just talking about. It means that they can immediately make use of, of automations. But we understand that in every firm, there's going to be adjustments, that they're not always the same. And so we built a custom workflow engine to make sure that you don't need to be a technology expert, that actually people in your business can add and configure the automation steps as you move through. So you can learn and continue to move. Again, as we were just talking about, we don't want people to be paralyzed and not get started because every process that you start uh, is giving you some benefit. But then beyond that, we also know that advisors and, and the people running firms aren't necessarily experts in, in uh, CRM, in workflow, and more importantly, in automation. So we provide all of our clients with a client success team. They have a dedicated client success manager, a support function that they can lean on to help them to get the information that they need. And for those who want to learn to do more of it, we've recently launched Practify You, our university for our clients. So there is a self-help on-demand uh, learning program that they can go through. So for those who want to be able to, to really push hard into this space, they've got every tool they could ever need. You recently introduced um, a business development app that automates the end-to-end -end life cycle of M&A and growth activities. Tell us about that and how it helps. Yeah, we're, we're very fortunate to work with a lot of firms where, where inorganic growth is a huge part of their strategy. Uh, they're constantly uh, recruiting advisors or, or buying firms and embedding them into their business today. And some of the feedback we got from our clients and a, a huge portion of the product evolution of Practify is driven out of direct client feedback. Some of that feedback that we got was, well, you know, we love your workflow engine, but how do we get a lens that is specific for our, our M&A team, uh, or our business development team? And so uh, we're a role-based system. Every, every user in the system has access to a role that is unique to them. So we took that same strategy and we applied it directly to, to the business development function. And so that allows us to look at things like workflow. What is the process they need to follow? Now, of course, they're ostensibly a sales function. So rather than leaving it to our clients to work out their sales methodology, we went and got a, a best practice industry sales methodology and we embedded it directly into Practify. So there's a standardized sales methodology straight out of the gate. We revised the data set uh, that's there. So you can capture information that's relative to the target firm that you're looking to acquire or advisor that you're looking to recruit or book a business that you might buy uh, rather than seeing everything as sort of some customized household record like, uh, like a typical CRM would do. So it's very much an enterprise-ready sales tool uh, with an embedded methodology for you straight out of the gate. 
During an economic downturn, which everybody's talking about, tracking ROI is more important than ever. Can you elaborate on this app can help with that? Firstly, I agree with the statement. ROI um, becomes particularly important. And of course, opportunity for acquisition goes up in a downturn because there are, there are people who are reassessing whether they want to continue their business uh, through that model, just as we saw through, through the change of the last couple of years. And importantly, what you want to do is work the deals that are most likely to succeed. So the return on, on both effort and investment comes out of closing at a higher ratio for a better value for firms that are, or, or advisors uh, that are a better fit. And so what, uh, what this app does is it allows you to obviously run that process and capture that information, compare it to very powerful analytics and reporting capabilities. But then you can also, because it's part of the, the same environment that is running your firm today and all your existing client relationships, the user in the M&A team can also look at the demographic information of the existing client book to understand who's, who's the most profitable suite of clients. Is it all about high AUM or is it uh, actually some different set of metrics that determines profitability? And they can compare that against the firm or the book that they're looking to buy and make sure that not only does the deal seem appealing upfront, but it's actually going to be a good fit into the business as you move forward. Now, that's uh, within most uh, M&A activities today. They're two different parts of the business, and so they don't get that connected lens. Uh, we give them that uh, in a nice, quick, transparent, and real-time way. So you built quite a solid case for advisors to look more into your platform. But the one thing we haven't talked about is the profitability puzzle. Tell us more about that one. It's a puzzle indeed for most firms. They're operating in the dark. Uh, and, and the reason for that is that it's very difficult in the traditional industry technologies to track the cost to serve. You know, how many hours, minutes are we spending serving our clients? How much does that time really cost us? Uh, similarly, on the, the business development side, what's the cost to acquire? And so without that cost uh, at a client level or at a process or function level, uh, you really reduce to just saying how much does the business cost to run in a, in a broad bucket uh, and how much revenue do we make in a broad bucket? We bring that granularity all the way down to an individual client level. How much is it costing me to acquire or to serve an individual client? Because that helps you understand, as I was uh, saying just a moment ago, which is the most profitable client cohort? Who should I be trying to attract into the business? Is it, is it true that I need the clients with the highest possible AUM? Or in fact, are they more complex and therefore more costly to serve? And I would be better off getting clients maybe one tier down from that because they are a better fit for our, uh, the way the business runs. Now, so that, so that helps on, on the profitability, but it also, the nature of doing that and gathering that information around the cost to serve or acquire means that you also know which members of your team are delivering the best returns. Then you can analyze why. Why is one individual or group of individuals more performant than another? And then you can adjust and tune processes, provide training, all those sorts of things to allow you to focus on the most efficient and profitable way of operating 
uh, rather than just looking for what feels like the best sticker price on the client. Adrian, it's an incredible platform. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having you on. All the best to you. Thanks so much. I've really enjoyed it. I encourage everybody to go check it out at Practify.com. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.